You are listening to That Big CEO Energy, where we talk all things business, life, marriage, and push you to a new edge of discovering what that big CEO energy means for you. Listen, I understand that we have barriers that we carry from when we were once employees, and those have impacted us as we continue to build our businesses. I'm here to walk alongside you and give you encouragement through interviews with friends and other women in business who have broken down those barriers and paved their own way. Tune in with me as we uncover some of the unconscious things that we do that keep us from building that big CEO energy we've always dreamed about. Let's dive in. What would it mean if you could just step into a new role or into your business with a full authenticity and not have the barrier from all of the garbage that you have collected over the years working for companies that were not aligned with who you are and overall just created a place of resentment and maybe verbal and mental abuse. What would that feel like to you? Today, we're going to talk all about that. And I want to really pave this conversation with a little bit of cheerleading, a little bit of almost demand, right? Of your CEO energy that you are putting out, whether you are in a new company or in a leadership role where you have an executive presence. This role demands healing from you. And oftentimes we get so much into the busyness of everyday life or moving from position to another position without any time or space in between that we often find ourselves not even slowing down to take the time to process what we just experienced. And so I want to give us a space where we can have that conversation. And I want to give you some encouragement on how you can kind of reframe and heal from all of the past kind of crap. And I know for me specifically, when I was starting my business, it wasn't really until a few clients in where I recognized that I had some built up animosity. I had some built up resentment that carried into other areas of my business and the way that I was working, whether it be for myself or with my clients, that I recognized was from a past position or past leaders that I had. And how I sort of identified my own behaviors I remember distinctly getting up one day and and maybe it was like 10 o'clock. I had just had a particular hard night the the night before. And so I was like, I'm going to sleep in. Because historically, when I started building my business and, and creating my business, I thought that I had to be 
up from the crack of dawn and work until my eyes couldn't work anymore. Because I, I was in this sense of belief that you got to hustle, right? To become this entrepreneur, you got to hustle to have a successful business. And at the time, the word success for me really resonated with dollar value. And so when I was in this mode of getting together my business and you know, getting all of my processes in place and figuring out what tools I was going to use and marketing and all of those things, I got in this hustle mode. And like I said, I was working from sunup to sundown and I realized that I had to put some structure in place. So what does structure look like, right? We come back to the fundamental work Monday through Friday, eight to five. And so I got up and and I would be to my desk at 7.30. You know, I would treat myself like an employee. I would get to my desk. I would start my tasks for the day. And all of a sudden, I started to feel like I was looking to other people for answers, whether it be social media or peers that were in my network. And I thought to myself one day, when it was incredibly stressful and I had been, you know, sort of pulling an all-nighter, I crawled into bed and I'm like, I'm just sick and tired of feeling this way. So I'm going to move myself to the other end of the spectrum where I'm going to wake up when it feels good. And I'm going to start my day when it feels good. And when I did that, it sort of that next morning I got up and I was really refreshed and I thought, wow. I have reached a place where I was almost on the cusp of burnout because I was treating my business like I was treating myself as an employee. And so I was functioning in the space of my business was demanding things for me and I was no longer demanding things from my business. So when I started uncovering and identifying some of these behaviors that I would have, it was a lot of work. <laughs> but what I really understood through this work was I was identifying what I needed out of my business. I was identifying why and how I was beginning to functioning in both a negative and a positive light and started to really assess like, what does it actually mean for me to be in business? And when I started to sort of heal the things that had transpired throughout my career and started to make note of them, I then was able to position myself in a place where I now am comfortable identifying them and, and raising my hand and saying, oh, this, this isn't, isn't what I'm looking for here. What is happening, right? Where, what is coming up in me? What is stirring up in me? And what do I have to do to get myself to a place where I no longer feel that way? And so I want to just sort of talk through maybe some steps that I took to heal and, and hopefully that this serves you. I don't foresee this episode being a long episode, but just sort of some topical things as a listener that you can start to feel or incorporate when you think about showing up in your business in a different kind of way. Oftentimes, when we arrive at 
getting ourselves into a business opportunity where we are creating something that is our own, or even if you're leading a team of people in a corporate setting, I think there's parallels there because you can do things differently. You can show up differently than what society is often saying, and you can lead people differently. Even if you are a solopreneur, there is this underlying thing that happens when you leave a job and start an adventure on your own that you bring certain defense mechanisms, you bring certain resistance with you that carries over from the positions that you were either just in or, you know, behaviors from previous, even earlier on positions, maybe as a young employee. And so what I really want us to start to think about is how can we identify that? And how can we reframe it and reshape it in such a way where we're healing from it, we're healing from those toxic behaviors and creating boundaries or creating an area for us to call ourselves and just stepping into something different. And I have an episode on boundaries if you're looking for how to even create boundaries, but I think I want to take it a step back and really look at how we can begin healing before we even get to the boundaries portion. So I will link that episode in the show notes just so you can go back and and listen to that. You know, even if you've already listened to it, I think that it's really powerful to just continue to resort yourself back to the boundaries conversation, because I think that that's always a really good refresher. So as again, I'm, I'm working through sort of these beginning months, right? Of, of becoming this entrepreneur and getting myself in a position where maybe I'm leading different teams of folks. Maybe it's not my own team, but you know, if you are in the space of OBM or fractional COO or, you know, a VP, whatever that looks like, you're leading different teams with, with different clients that you have. And, I realized (laughs) that I never gave myself time to recover. I never gave myself the space and time first in my early career, right? Because I maybe was transitioning from out of one position into a different company. And so I didn't take time and space because maybe I couldn't afford it. And then I jumped right into my business And so I was on the grind, getting that up and running. And now that I'm sort of stepping into a, you know, into a day-to-day position again of leadership, I never sort of gave myself time to really process each phase of, of what was happening. And so I had to find opportunities to do that in small incremental ways, knowing that I had already kind of burned that you know, maybe two week vacation that I should have taken between each job or between my final job and my business. Right. But I found, and I am still finding little pockets where I can give myself time to recover. 
And so what does recovery look like, right? Recovery sort of looks like reviewing what I have learned just sort of through my career and, and through interactions with other people, with other leaders. And now in, in the space that I am currently operating in, I am finding ways in which I can learn from individuals. And through this process, through peeling back the onion layer and uncovering that, I found myself on this brink of deciding who and what I was going to keep in my life. More emphasis on the who. You know, sometimes when we move from job to job, there are favorite coworkers, and maybe there are the favorite coworkers that I'm going to be very frank here. They were our favorites because they amped us up in the toxicity and they were sort of our, our cheerleader, you know, and, and got us through those days. I know sometimes very genuine friendships do come out of past, you know, positions that we have. But oftentimes, if you really think about it, some of the people that we would keep through each phase of our life we kept them out of habit or we kept them out of respect for not burning the bridge and, and things of that nature. But really, it was us sort of having someone that we could meddle with, right? Of, oh my gosh, did you hear what he said to me in that conference meeting? Or did you see you know, how our review process went. And I can't believe that we only got X amount of raise for that quarter or that year. And what I'll say is, if you're still finding yourself ruminating and reminiscing with this person, I'm going to implore you to reflect back and maybe reverse psychology with yourself of, is this the only thing and the only reason why I'm keeping this person around is so I can be bitter, is so that I can reflect back on all of the terrible things. And so that creates and stirs this, you know, mental fortitude for me to have such disdain that that's the catalyst then that, you know, I am not operating my business from. Can we do something different? there and what to keep what behaviors are you keeping from your past jobs that are now affecting the way in which you do business or affecting the way that you show up in this new role and reframe the mind of am i doing this out of habit am i doing it because that is still what everyone else is doing do I have an opportunity to write this story different? What behaviors can I change within myself? And I think it really starts with this active choice for having a different attitude, for having a different outlook on your life, for having a different outlook on your current position, for having a different outlook on your business. And when we use and come from a place of gratitude, for starting to be thankful for, for what we currently are doing, it opens up the opportunity and the lens to say, this is negative. This is something that is highly impacting me and I don't want it to be that way anymore. And so through this process, I started to make a plan. 
And there was a journaling process that needed to take place. So whether you journal on paper or, you know, we can even call it brain dumping if you want to brain dump digitally, but creating a plan of this is the negative part of me that I'm noticing. These are the positive things. And maybe working through the positive things to say, are they truly positive or are they laced with negative components? So you have to be your own advocate to start to peel back your own onion layer to be able to uncover and and recover from what has transpired up until this point. And making a plan to say, I am going to find positive spaces here. I am going to backfill these negative things with positivity. I'm going to, if I don't know a specific area on how to overcome that, maybe I'm finding a coach, maybe I'm going to therapy, maybe I am finding these different avenues that I can start to fill my cup back up so that I can write my story differently. I think we all have a natural craving to want to be different. It is just so easy to fall in line with everyone else. It's so easy to get involved in the grind. It's so easy to just get sucked into the corporate culture. And I'm asking you to dare to be different. I'm asking you to step out on faith for yourself and get uncomfortable with reaching inside way, way deep to start to recover these little things that have been impacting you. And maybe you don't see them now. So what I would also ask is, do you have someone that you can trust that is not a previous coworker, that is not your spouse? If you don't have any of those, this is where therapy can come into play or a business coach. But reaching out to someone that can give you the tools and the thought process in order to start thinking differently. So that is my TED Talk for today. (laughs) But this just was really on my heart of how is this process of healing happening within me? And I think it's something really, really powerful that now I wake up in a totally different mindset. And even though I have recognized with myself that this boundary of eight to five is something that I need to have because my brain is wired that way. And so I have to have dedicated hours of focus. Maybe yours is at eight to five. Maybe yours is 10 to six or, you know, from three to five at night or whatever, whenever that happens for you. But I have to have a physical place for me to come to, to sit, to do work that is impactful. Now, within those eight hours or nine hours, whatever that is, I have different time slots that I dedicate to different things. But ultimately, I now know that the boundaries that I have in place are positive boundaries. And I have done a lot of work to get rid of a lot of people and a lot of mindset that has been negative and really has impacted my way and my ability to lead. And so I hope that if nothing else, nothing that you take from this whole entire episode is just to take a chance on yourself, just to show up and and wake up tomorrow and dare to do it differently. And I hope you do dare to do it different. Thanks for tuning into the show today. If you heard something that helped you, I would love it if you would leave a review and share it with your friends. 
This helps more people just like you become inspired to move the needle of their big CEO energy into a positive direction. If you would like to learn more about how I can help you streamline and position your business for growth or lead your business as a CEO, feel free to jump into the show notes with all of the links to find me. And don't forget to head over to Instagram so we can be pals. 